Today's show goes out to my dad, Steve Radlinski, who we lost three years ago today uh, at the age of 82. Not a day goes by, Dad. We don't think about Steve and his wonderful sense of humor and uh, everything that went along with my dad. And so uh, for those of you who know, knew my dad, uh, maybe raise a glass to him today or give a cheers up to the big guy in the sky because he'd really appreciate that. Uh, dad, I got your Yankee hat on today. I haven't adjusted the size or anything, so don't don't get upset with me. But I got your Yankee cap on that I bought for you back in 2013 and my first trip to the Bronx. Um, so, yeah, today today's show goes out to, to Steve. We love you. We miss you. And uh, here's to you, Dad. I love you. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Yankees Week in Review. Listen in throughout the baseball season as we will go over the week that was for the New York Yankees. We'll talk about what went right, what went wrong this week, this day in Yankees history, Yankees birthdays, and predictions of what the Bronx Bombers record will be at the end of the upcoming week. 1420 Yankees Week in Review, the Yankee Tavern North. Brought to you by Seeky. So put on your pinstripe, grab a beer, and let's get in. All right, the uh, 1420 Yankee Week in Review for this 14th day of April 2023. Today's show, as always, on Fridays, brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420 pod at seatgeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase of tickets for a yankee game a baseball game any whatever you want to go to go to seatgeek.com today and save your save yourself 20 bucks by using promo code 1420pod as promised each and every week during the baseball season i will has to be down here in the yankee tavern north to uh, talk about the week that was for the new york yankees this was an odd week for the yanks they're at an eight and five record just as i predicted that they would be they uh, didn't get there how i thought they would be that that they would they won two out of three in Baltimore they did predict but they could have very easily lost two out of three that Baltimore team's really good and Judge had to hit a couple home runs in, in that series for the, for the Yankees to come out with a, a series victory which was great to see and then I, I had them actually losing two out of three to a Cleveland team that can really pitch but they uh, they got beat they, they probably could have won that game on uh, on on I think it was on on Monday if they would have got some timely hitting here and there but they didn't they had they had Justin Bieber on the ropes that's not Justin it's Shane Bieber I know that they had him on the ropes early, but they couldn't get a base hit when, when, when it counted most early in that, that game. The first two innings, they had, I think, four or five base runners, only scored two runs, uh, and they could have put that game away early, but they didn't. They ended up losing, losing that game. They won two out of three after that. Uh, it's a little bit scary what happened last night with Johnny Brito. Uh, he took a lick in last night. That was something I didn't expect to see, but you have a rookie pitcher on the mound in the Bronx. Uh, things were going a little too good for him, and it was a little bit tougher uh, last night with a team that, that is very good, the Minnesota Twins. But I uh, predicted earlier on last week on, on our Yankee Week in Review that they would handle the Minnesota Twins because that's what the Yankees seem to do week in or year in, year out with the Minnesota Twins. And it seems uh, it's, it's an odd thing, no matter who's on, on that roster for the Twins. Now they got... Uh, 
trying to say his name, Correa. They got him on that roster. They got a they got a really really good team there in in Minnesota, and they'll they'll probably be right there in the American League Central when it's all said and done. But that that uh, that start last night with with Brito hurt the Yankees in more way than one. Uh, it was it was nine nothing early uh, in the first inning before they even got the third out. It was nine nothing with two out when when Booney came out and took Brito out of the game. It was kind of uh, not a great situation for for Brito, but it, what what it does more it hurts the the bullpen a little bit more going to this weekend series with the um with the 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 the, the twins I, I i suspect they'll, they'll be okay they got nestor cortez going today but we're talking about the week that was not the week coming up so it was one of those things a tough start last night for a rookie it's it's tough to get those ones out of your system but hopefully he's got something between the ears boone said that he's he's okay that, that these starts happen these guys have situations that, that do come come around the, the problem that i got with the yankees this week is not so much they seem to be hitting all okay they're not hitting with runners in scoring position who does anymore with all the strikeouts that happen but once again it's the starting pitching that that's really starting to worry worry me uh Garrett Cole was once again he was what Cole is he's a great pitcher he's been dominant in his first three starts Cortez and his two starts have been fantastic lots of innings this week he it helped a lot when they, they could sit the bullpen a little bit here and there it was really really good to see that those two guys going as, as long as they did and, and get the victories for, for the Yankees. But the guys that I'm worried about, uh, not Brito so much. I mean, we'll see what his next, next starts like Brito took the lick in last night, like I said, but the guys that I'm really concerned about are Clark Schmidt and Domingo Herman. Schmidt has been a nothing less than atrocious so far for the Yankees. And it's, it's not a good thing for a team that's decimated with injuries. Got guys on the, on the, uh, the, the IL, I can't call it DL anymore, but on the IL and it's a, it's a bad thing you have you, you you knew going into this season as a Yankee fan, or if you're not even a Yankee fan, if you just want to want to see the Yankees lose, you've seen that they uh, they they were going to have some problems with starting pitching with with um, Luis Severino down and with Rodon out, and Rodon actually got they said that he might be out a little bit longer because there's a back injury. I don't know how there's a back injury. You don't do anything. It's an odd situation there. But the thing is with with uh, I saw Severino was throwing a little bit in the outfield, so he might be back sooner rather than later, which would be a good thing because I don't know how much trust I have in in Clark Schmidt, who's been terrible. I think he's only got seven strikeouts in, in six innings this year, uh, or or what it, his three starts. Uh, he's only lasted seven and a third, I think, in his in his in his sixth in his the three starts he's got total, and he only has six strikeouts in, the, in a league that strikes out a lot. So it's it's, it's tough to see Schmidt out there doing what he's doing. Uh, and then and then I, I had a big I had higher hopes for Dermot. Domingo Herman out there to, to have some, to put in some better innings to get some better starts, but he's been he's been yanked on both of his starts quite early, and it's 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 hard to watch that happen. And I don't I don't know what they're going to do and what the plan is with the starting pitching. Is there somebody down in the minors? Could they make a trade, or are they just going to sit around and wait? And, and when when they get uh, Rodon back, and when they get they get Sebi back, is it going to be better for the Yankees? Do you, do you sit around and wait? Uh, how long can you sit around and wait when you have the, the Tampa Bay Rays? Look what they're doing. Obviously, thirteen and zero. Uh, I know it's a bit of a tainted 13 and 0 considering who they played with the with the Washington uh, the Washington Nationals you had the Oakland A's and you had the Detroit Tigers and you have a not very good Boston team that they beat but you can only beat who's in front of you right and that's one of those things that Tampa has done and they, they put together some some great some some great games I watched that game yesterday with Boston man they're playing old time baseball they're getting good innings from their starters and they're they're bunting the ball around last night and they were getting base hits uh yesterday afternoon sorry they're getting a lot of base hits timely hitting and the whole thing and, that, and that's what that's what yeah, you win 13 in a row so can 
the Yankees afford? I, yeah, it's early, I know, but can the Yankees afford to not go out and get a pitcher, see how long Rodon's out? Is, is there money there? Is there not? What do you do? Do you just uh, do you plug a guy in there, here and there? Do you put IKF in more to uh, the re- to relief? Because he, he was in relief last night and for, he got the one inning, uh, finally found a place for that guy to play. I, I'm not an IKF guy. I'm not even going to pretend I'm being an IKF guy. It's not a it's not a pleasant sight watching him play in the infield and trying to play center field. I don't like it either, but it's just one of those things that you have no matter what. So it's just one of those situations that you have with IKF that you don't know what you're going to do. But I really believe that the Yankees starting pitching is going to be a, a major cause of concern. And it's, it's kind of right around the league. You, you look at uh, Manoa for the Jays. He hasn't been good at all. And I think Barrios, he goes for the Jays tonight against those Tampa Bay Rays that we just talked about. Expected the Rays to go 14-0 and tonight and break, break the all-time record for wins to start a season. I really, really quite like uh, the way the, uh, the, the, the Yankees are hitting, though. I, I don't mind that. Yeah, the timely hitting and situational hitting is one thing. Like I said uh, a few months ago, I, I think Rizzo is going to actually lead the Yankees in home runs, and, and he hit two more yesterday in non-consequential at-bats when it was already 11 nothing at one point, and he got two two solo home runs. So I, I, I like Rizzo, and the way he plays defense, it's, it seems so smooth and so flawless. He's really fun to watch, and I, I it's just a it's a pleasure to having a guy over there that you can count on night in, night out. And he, he plays a lot, and he play, plays the game the right way and he's always smiling the whole bit so that that's a that's a huge thing for the Yankees having that uh, that guy at second base solid player the whole bit and I like I like the way he you know he can brush off a win like that or a loss like like, like they had last night and you watch the Yankees go to try to get past that one win two out of three this week and we'll get into predictions for the, the Yankees week coming up uh, in a second here but the, uh, the 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 starting pitching is is a major concern I think to a man if you're a Yankee guy or, or, or just a baseball fan in general um, if you don't have starting pitching at this day and age and, and it's not so much starting pitching and win, wins and losses it's innings eaters that start the game and then, then go five or six no matter what you get the bullpen and call it good but when you're only lasting one like last night or, or two and a third or three and a third like Schmidt did and then Herman got pulled in the I think in the third or the fourth in his start as well and you got to go to your bullpen early and often it hurts and now now with uh, Johnny Lasagna John Jonathan Luizaga he's out and I predicted him last week he should have been the he, should uh, get some closing uh, closer roles for the Yankees. And he, he's out for the 15-day IL, which always ends up being 30 days the way it all works out, retroactive to this day and that day and everything. So you got to think that the Yankees, uh, their pitching staff, was, you, you hoped what it was going to be the strong suit. They're going, to, they're going to score runs. They're going to get hits no matter what. But their pitching staff was a, a mystery, and it's showing two weeks into the season. And you, you don't want to write the season off this early. But like I said, with the Pittsburgh uh, – with Pittsburgh doing what, or not Pittsburgh, with with Tampa doing what they're doing, you just never know what might happen with that um, with that team. And can somebody tell me? Where Cashman found this Ian Hamilton guy? Throw the fucking ball, man! Like he's he does his breathing through the eyes thing and control the mechanism like Kevin Costner did, or shut down the mechanism and he and he doesn't check runners over at first base. He just doesn't give me the uh, the the warm and fuzzies whenever he's on the mound. I don't like the way he he works the game. He he works slow. He doesn't check like I said. He doesn't check runners. There was that game on, in Cleveland the other night that that they lost. That he was uh, I don't want to say he was the reason, but he didn't help the situation at all when he wasn't checking runners and two runners in the eighth inning they just stole second base and that was the end up being the winning run one of the guys he didn't check didn't throw over the whole bit so where, where they found that guy I have no idea um, but he's one of those guys I guess you gotta you gotta use what you got you, you know you have a, a 
40-man roster, but that 40-man can end up being the the 60-man. And how many arms are you going to use throughout the, uh, the the Major League Baseball season? It's going to be interesting to see how they the Yankees bounce back this week, what they got going on. Uh, who's hot and who's not? Franchi Cordero, he had a great week, man. Oh, man, this guy kind of came out of nowhere for, for the Yankees this past week. He had four home runs, nine RBIs this week, five for 19, 263. Uh, game-winning home run uh, against Baltimore. Fantastic player. He seems to have a good time. He's got a good good arm from the outfield, too. He plays a pretty good right field, so that'll give Judge a situation to play center field until Bader gets back. He's kind of gone under the radar. No one's really talking about him on the, the Yankee broadcast or on the Michael K show. Yeah, I'm a Yankee hugger. I, I listen to a lot of Yankee content and everything else. So, But you you, you look at the, the Frenchie Cordero. He was the guy this week who uh, really turned it on for the Yankees and got them uh, the, the, the the wins that I said they were going to to get this, this past week. And it was good to see a guy uh, – come out of nowhere a little bit and who's not uh clark schmidt like i said before two starts this week 7.1 innings pitch gave up seven home runs and like i said only the six strikeouts total in a in a complete strike strikeout heavy league uh that guys should be are striking out at will because they don't care anymore if they even make contact it's uh it's all or nothing in the world of professional baseball nowadays so you you got to think that he's if he don't uh if he don't pick pick it up a little bit and on his next start he might be on the outside looking in and they'll find somebody else to, to take his next few starts but what are you going to do like I said with Sevy out and, and and Rodon out, you don't know what you're going to do with with your starting pitching and how it's all going to, to play out. Uh, it's a eight, eight and five record right now. Uh, this week coming up, they have the two two uh, they have three more with the Twins starting uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I suspect they'll win two or three of those in the Bronx. Uh, you, you you got Cortez going tonight, so I think that's that's going to right the ship a little bit compared to what happened that that debacle yesterday. Didn't even get a beer finished, and that game was already over. It was nine nothing. They had my first cocktail done last night. Watch watching the game and then they have the Otani show showing up with the Angels who still are on a very good team but they're improved they, they, they got a little bit there you got the Mike Trout show and the Otani show coming to the Bronx this week I think the the Yankees will win two or three going right now. They're eight and five right now. I, I suspect by this time next week, when we're doing this 14-20 Yankee in review, we'll have a Yankee record of 12 and seven, which 12 and seven sounds great. But when you got it, you're chasing a team that's 13 and oh, you won't even get to that win total yet and, and going, uh, going four and two so that big that big start for Tampa is huge and, and it's, a, it's a big thing for them and if you start 13 and 0 uh, you can pretty much I wouldn't say coast but you win a couple games here and there because they, they have the Cincinnati Reds I think next week starting Monday that should be three more wins if they win two or three or even one out of one out of three against the Jays starting tonight uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay could all, I, I want to say lock up a, a wild card spot just by going 500 the rest of the season like it, it's crazy to think but it, it's actually quite true but you it, like it's, and who they played, and they, they took advantage of it. But they're playing baseball the right way. Their starting pitching's been great. They've been they've been flying off the handle. They've been playing like I said. They were bunting the ball around yesterday. Base hits, timely hits, and that Arosa Arena is something to watch. He's a he's a fun ball player to watch. He plays the game with a little bit of of uh, vim and vigor. I guess is one one thing. Uh, it was good to have. Um, uh, Paul O'Neill, the Warrior, back in the in the press box last night. The the way him and Michael K talk on a, on a throughout the the broadcast, especially when the game was over, how it was last night. But uh, the sense of humor that Paul O'Neill has, it's it's fantastic to watch, and it was good to have have him back in the booth last night after uh, not being allowed for reasons undisclosed to anybody. But I think we all kind of have an idea why he wasn't allowed in the uh, the yes booth uh, for for a while there. But uh, but yeah, the Yankees they'll bounce back this week. They'll be twelve and seven, I think, when this when this week's 
over uh, when this upcoming week is over and this is kind of the way things go. So, uh, yeah, been a fun week. Anyways, uh, there's our predictions. Who's hot? Who's not? The week that was for the Yankees. But uh, we'll also, we as we promised, week in, week out, we'll give you uh, birthdays and this day in Yankee history. Uh, this day in Yankee history in 1999, the New York Yankees defeated the Baltimore Orioles 14-7 at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx in front of a whopping 26,898 people. David Cohn got the win, giving it one earned run on four hits. Hideki Irabu got put in the game for a, a little bit there, and he tried to blow it. He uh, gave up a lot that game. He's not very good. Remember him? I think he actually committed suicide, so I shouldn't put, probably talk about... He gave up five earned runs and only got one on. He pitched like, like .1 inning he got credited for. Uh... Paul O'Neill led the way, going three for four with uh, four RBIs, including a home run off of Jesse Orozco. There's a guy who played for a long time in the big leagues. He was the uh, the spot reliever, hey guy here, guy there, left-handed reliever out of out of uh, out of the bullpen. He was on that '86 Mets team that won the the World Series against the Boston Red Sox. He ended up with Baltimore. He ended up in Cleveland. He was also a uh, Los Angeles Dodger. Jesse Orozco, an all-time uh, really good pitcher, one of those guys that uh, he just had a career pitch into one batter here. He wouldn't last today because now you have to pitch to at least three guys and finish the inning off. But uh, on this day in Yankee history, the Yankees beat the Baltimore Orioles 14-7 to at the stadium. Uh, you look at some of those old faces on that video there if you're watching it on YouTube or later on uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live or whatever you're, you're watching or listening on the uh, on, on the podcast. It's uh, you, you see some of those old faces kicking around there. Chuck Knobloch and Bernie Williams. Obviously Jeter and then Paul O'Neill up with the up-bat there. It's good to see those guys. Uh, and that's a long time ago, man. You think of uh, the Yankee great, those those teams and and the like, and the, and, the, and the the dynasty years, and that's a that's 24 years ago, 99. That 99 World Series was something else. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's unbelievable. And uh, what do we got here? Happy birthday to happy Yankee birthday to David Justice, born on this day 57 years ago uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Justice played two seasons with the Yankees, 38 home runs, 111 RBIs, a 268 batting average. Uh, Justice's biggest, biggest moment in pinstripes, the 2000 ALCS game six, bottom seven, three-run home run off of Arthur Rhodes of the Seattle Mariners. The Yankees went on to win the World Series that season. They're third in a row. In game five, in five games, sorry, over the New York Mets. So happy birthday to David Justice. Uh, he was a plug plug spot for the Yankees, man. He got some big home runs out, big one. I remember that vividly. They were the old Yankee Stadium. She was rocking on that that day in 2000. It was uh, those great Yankee teams, that dynasty years and everything else. You, like I said, well, you, you, uh, those, uh, you, you never forget those ones. It's fun to watch those and, and, and see it all and see how it all, all came about. And you, 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 people still talk about that back in the Bronx, the, the, the good old days. And the good old days are, are the, the, the old days now because uh, it's been a, a while since it's been a championship hoist in the Bronx. They were uh, 14 years since their last one maybe they'll they'll bring one home this year but anyways uh, that's 1420 uh big yankee week in review thank you very much for watching on youtube make sure you subscribe to our, our channel today when later on uh listen to our podcast. We've got a lot of other shows out. We did the 1420 last night with Dave. It's out there for your viewing pleasure uh, or any listening pleasure, obviously. Support our sponsor, especially SeatGeek. They've been kind to us for over a year now, letting us to tote their wares. It doesn't cost them anything, obviously, but uh, to, for us to do, go out and do this. But that's the Yankee Weekend Review. Uh, once again, it's uh, Dad, I got your hat on. I know you're watching down on me right now and shaking your head a little bit. Thank you very much for, for everything you did for us over the years. Dad, you, uh, you were the best and uh, we miss you. It's been been a hard three years.
it's been a hard three years, but uh, we'll talk to you uh, anyways. 1420, uh, Yankee Week in Review. Remember, everybody, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Today's show goes out to my dad, Steve Radlinski, who we lost three years ago today uh, at the age of 82. Not a day goes by, Dad. We don't think about Steve and his wonderful sense of humor and uh, everything that went along with my dad. And so uh, for those of you who know, knew my dad, uh, maybe raise a glass to him today or give a cheers up to the big guy in the sky because he'd really appreciate that. Uh, Dad, I got your Yankee hat on today. I haven't adjusted the size or anything, so don't don't get upset with me. But I got your Yankee cap on that I bought for you back in 2013 and my first trip to the Bronx. Um, so, yeah, today today's show goes out to, to Steve. We love you. We miss you. And uh, here's to you, Dad. I love you. Just listen to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.